Hey, it's Arinda here, Holistic Life Coach and Counsellor, helping you to bring peace and balance back into your life. Now we all know that it takes a lot for a person to ask for help. It's only when things reach crisis point and we know that we simply can't carry on as we are that any of us would ever think about seeking professional help. I see this in my practice all the time. It's the life crises that bring people to the services that I offer. I deal with a wide variety of issues. This month, for example, I've had discussions around anxiety, abuse, bereavement, job loss, domestic violence, illness and relationship problems. Now you'd think that there's little in common between the clients that I have the privilege of working with. Well actually there's one issue that shows up very regularly and it's the issue of self-care. I often find myself reflecting on the fact that if more of us cared for ourselves in the way that we care for others in our lives, many a mental, emotional, physical and spiritual breakdown would be avoided. So what is self-care? Self-care is officially defined as the active participation in maintaining and nourishing our health at all levels of our being. It means taking time out to pay attention to what's going on inside us and taking appropriate action to look after ourselves properly. It incorporates behaviours that nurture and refresh us, replenish our personal motivation and help us to grow as people. Now it'd be the equivalent of keeping our cars filled with petrol so that we are ready to drive off at any point. Now the absolute vast majority of people I work with are kind, caring, gentle, empathic and compassionate. They devote a lot of time, energy and money on ensuring that others in their life are happy and healthy. But weirdly, they don't extend this same courtesy to themselves. They don't often give their own health and happiness much thought. Self-care is rarely a priority for them. Now over the years I've asked people about their self-care practices and discovered that there are certain myths lurking around. Let me ask you some questions. Do you buy into any of these myths? For example, do you think self-care is for weak people? Do you think focusing on yourself is just plain selfish? Or perhaps you think you don't have time for it. Or you don't want to spend any money on it. Now, if you're one of those people who think it is optional and nothing more than an indulgence, then I'd invite you to think again. Because here's the thing. You really can't be there for anyone else if you don't look after yourself first. If you have people relying on you, then self-care is not a selfish thing to do, but a selfless thing to do. It shows that you put your loved ones first by doing all you can to remain as healthy energised and motivated as you possibly can be. Now at the end of the day, you're no good to anyone if you have a mental breakdown or struggle to manage your own needs due to a chronic health condition or worse, are not even here at all. Now if you're a parent, it's even more important. Not only are there little people relying on you to care and provide for them, but your actions are teaching your children important life skills. We all know that kids learn from what we do, not from what we say. We are role models to our children, and if they see us looking after ourselves, then they're more likely to do the same as adults. Now, if you're one of those people that constantly finds you have no time for self-care, 
then allow your mind to drift back to the last time you were ill. Now, illness has a very frustrating way of forcing us to take time out of life, whether we want to or not. So isn't it better to live life on our own terms and do everything we can to avoid getting unwell in the first place? And as for not wanting to spend money on yourself, well, as you'll hear in a moment, most self-care practices are free. And if you do need to spend a little money, but feel guilty, then reflect on your sense of self-worth. What does this say about the value you place on yourself? After all, we only spend our hard-earned money on things that we value. Are you simply not worth it? Now, if you want to live a happy, healthy, balanced life, one that's full of vitality, vibrancy and enthusiasm, self-care is not an option. It's an absolute necessity. Building up a repertoire of reliable self-care habits can positively affect the quality of your life, both now and in the future. Now, here are seven things to think about. So number one, go back to basics. Make sure you eat healthily, stay sufficiently hydrated, get enough sleep, are active and get outside every single day for some fresh air. Number two. Establish a daily quietness ritual. Allocate 10 or 20 minutes every day just to be still. Reconnect with yourself. Your physical body, your emotions and your soul are always trying to communicate important information to your conscious awareness. Slow down, cultivate the energy of quietness within and simply listen to what's going on in your inner world. You will pick up the signs if something's not right long before things reach crisis point and you can then proactively do something to bring yourself back into balance. Number three, practice active relaxation. Relaxation is more than simply doing nothing. Active relaxation involves intentionally doing things to bring down your stress levels. Different things work for different people but effective techniques include breathing exercises, yoga, pilates, tai chi, qigong, being out in nature, and meditation. Now I have a six-week home study course called Learn to Meditate, if you're new to this. You can find a link to this in the show notes below. Number four, reconnect with something that gives you joy. There's nothing like an engaging hobby to take your mind away from everyday pressures and help you to recharge your batteries. Schedule in some regular time for a hobby that you love doing. If you don't have an activity in mind, then think back to your younger life and rekindle a favourite pastime. Or take up a brand new pursuit. Try out a few different things. You never know what might spark an interest and turn into an enjoyable pastime. Engaging with our hobbies provides us with the highest quality me time we can get, simply because we enjoy doing them. Number five, invest in yourself. A great way to not only take time out, but also feel really good about yourself is to invest in your personal development. This can include anything that helps you to develop your knowledge, skills and talents, challenge and engage your mind increase your potential, and help you to realise your dreams and aspirations. 
with the huge rise in the availability of online courses, you don't even need to leave your house. Although it is nice to meet new people if you join an actual in-person course somewhere local. And number six, learn to be assertive. Self-care is also about communication. It's about learning to pay attention to your own needs and then learning to communicate these needs clearly and respectfully to others. Now, another key aspect of self-care is establishing, maintaining and protecting your personal boundaries. Identify any unhealthy boundaries and work to change them. Unhealthy boundaries can include things like saying yes all the time, even when you want to say no, constant people-pleasing, feeling responsible for other people's emotions and happiness, being overly concerned about other people's opinions, and having a weak and disempowered sense of self. Now, if you'd like to work on becoming more assertive, then check out my book, The Power of Speaking Your Truth, How to Become Confident and Assertive. It's an easy-to-read, practical, down-to-earth self-help guide, and it's available on Amazon, and I've included a link in the show notes below. And finally, number seven, be your own best friend. Learn to be kind, warm and attentive towards yourself. I've had to work really hard to boot out the negative voice that permanently resided in my head in my earlier life. Now I'm sure you can relate to that voice. You know the one that's always constantly judging you and making harsh and unforgiving comments. Whenever you find yourself being self-critical, ask yourself if you would ever treat your best friend in that way. If not, then why do you do it to yourself? Now this issue ultimately boils down to self-respect. If you want the world to respect you, then you've got to start respecting yourself first. Now we rarely know what life's going to throw at us, but if we cultivate a healthy, loving, caring attitude towards ourselves, we can not only rest assured that we're doing everything within our power to stay happy, healthy and balanced, but we can also nip any impending internal crisis in the bud way before it reaches a life-disrupting level. So, take excellent care of yourself, because we both know that if you don't, no one else will. And if you enjoyed listening, then do subscribe, and be sure to get onto my mailing list from the homepage of my website. Now let me end this podcast with a quote from Danielle Laporte. She said, Self-care is a divine responsibility. I'll leave you to think about that.